Tim and Sid. So funny, you might pee a little. Luckily, you can listen on the can. Subscribe to the podcast at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. For the shot, shot, he scores! It's Set for the Stanley Cup playoffs. John Tavares with a hat trick. This is the Leafs Morning Skate. Mitch Marner snaps it home. On Sportsnet 590, the fan. Yes, indeed, it is Leafs Morning Skate, a special playoff edition of Leafs Morning Skate as we wrap up the regular season. Look ahead to Thursday's first game the best of seven series between the Leafs and Bruins. Andre DeVoe and Mike Zigaman is joining me for the next hour. Uh, want to congratulate, by the way, those who won their way into Sportsnet Live Stanley Cup playoffs. Hot Stove, which will be tonight at Sportsnet Grill. The winners will join Jeff Merrick, Chris Johnson, Brian Burke, and Mark Savard to talk playoffs. Plus, those in attendance will have the chance to win multiple door prizes. And uh, go to sportsnet.ca slash 590 for more info. Gentlemen, the regular season is finally over, even though it seems like it was over about a month ago for the Leafs. Um, Leafs losing 6-5 in a shootout to the Habs. We'll just, we'll, we'll put a bow on the regular season. First of all, I'll ask you, Andre, anything of significance happened in that game as far as the Leafs were concerned? Well, it was a, it was a shinny game, you know, just back and forth ping pong, but... That being said, it's hard to when you have four four defensemen sitting out. Mm-hmm. I think the guys were just getting through the game, and their heads are already thinking about Boston. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they would have preferred the win. But it was a, it was a cool night, all in all. Bob Cole's last game, and that Paling kid gets a, a hat trick with a shootout goal. That, you know, it was, it was entertaining. But mm-hmm. I, I think we're all looking forward to the Boston series. Yeah, Mike. Nothing to take away from that game, was there? I mean, we are led to believe uh, it was reported that I guess Andrew Shaw did run into. Uh, Freddie Anderson, I, you know, Anderson finished the game, and apparently he was not made available after the game. He was getting some sort of treatment. I, I don't know what to make of that. We'll know more today. But other than that, do you see anything in that game at all that, that stuck with you? Well, there was a lot of shots, and I think that's kind of what Mike Babcock wanted for Anderson going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I can remember uh, with the Leafs, and we played Detroit in the last exhibition game, and he kind of fielded a, a thin lineup uh, in Toronto, and because he had a starter goaltender, Howard, in that, and he said, I wanted to get him a lot of shots. So like, why'd right. you start Howard? I think he did the same thing. So, got him a lot of shots. Uh, probably not happy that many goals went in, but yeah, at the end of the day, this is just uh, one of those games where you get some guys that don't play a lot, get them some time, gets a uh, look at different guys, uh, guys that have been out of the lineup, gets them back feeling good about themselves. And yeah, let's, uh, let's get the party started pretty much at this point. Wouldn't it make more sense? Like, I, I was just thinking of myself, like, why, why not give them a day, like a practice day off and play the regular lineup? Like, why sit those four? You, you know, I, I don't think it's all about injuries. You're just concerned about getting guys getting hurt. But it just seemed weird to me. Like, I'd rather have the guys take a practice day off and play the game so they're, you know, they're they're going to go four, four days now without playing a game. Yeah, know? I – no, it's – every team's different, right? You look at Boston, Tampa, look at Washington. Everybody has a different philosophy – yeah. on who's going to play, right? And if you look at your starting goaltender, how many guys actually want to play those last couple? Uh, Anderson, like you said, is a guy that wants to play. So he, if you put him in the lineup last couple, and um, yeah, I think it comes down to each individual team, what the coaching staff thinks. I, I'd i prefer to rest my guys. I, I would have rested more, more guys than that, but yeah. I think, I think I'd give them practice. Like, I think I'd give them practice off, like have like a – 
a optional, you want to go on the ice, go on the ice, and then you dress your regular lineup, but you, you don't play them, you know, 20 minutes, especially your top guys. And, and you, so just so they're game ready. I always liked, you know, the game is where you, you want guys to be in the room before taping their sticks and, and hanging out. And I don't know. I just I just look at it different. Like I, that's that's the mm-hmm. part I'd want guys to to be content. I wouldn't want to disrupt the room and have new guys in there and. Well, if you want to if you want to talk about game ready, I I don't think we really want to mention those words right now in Toronto. Yeah, well, well yeah, fair enough. That's this this past month, right? It's it's tough to look at this team and feel good about them going in the playoffs. We asked a uh, well, a great point. We asked the question of uh, listeners, and we asked Glenn Healy this as well. I'm going to ask you, gentlemen, this question. Going back to and I just picked the start of March because it's the final month of the season. We asked people, are they more or less confident? that the Leafs can beat the Bruins in their first-round matchup, uh, you know, 75% are saying they're less confident. Uh, 74%, sorry, saying they're less confident uh, in the Leafs than than they were in March. I'll ask you that. Uh, has your confidence level changed one way or another, Andre? Because it seems to me we have the same concerns we had at the start of March, with the exception of Freddie Anderson in one of his worst months as a Leaf. See, if I if I were a betting man... Which I am. <laughs> uh, I would. I'd probably put my money on Boston, and you know, in, in six. Mm-hmm. So, but that being said, I, it would not shock me at all. The Leafs win this series, just for the fact they they have such prolific scoring. Mm-hmm. And if if certain guys get hot, and you can't, you know, when you know how it is when when the the big dogs get hot in the NHL there's there's no stopping them guys like Matthews Marner Tavares Riley they're all game breakers so if those guys start putting the puck in the net at a pace where the Bruins can't keep up uh, they're definitely capable of winning uh but there's there's other factors where Freddie Anderson just has to outplay Tuukka Rask uh um the the Leafs are going to have to match um, Boston's grittiness, obviously. Uh, they're going to have to have some response. See, I'm not mm-hmm. talking fighting where we always have to, it's funny how I always have to make that clear, but, you know, when somebody goes and hits your star players, you go hit their star players. It's it's a tip for tat. Um, but the Leafs are definitely capable of winning this series. I, I'm just, uh, with the last month from what I've seen, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be betting on it. Mm. Yeah, they, they can beat them. There's There's no doubt in that. It's I wouldn't look too much to the month of March these last couple of weeks that, okay, well, the Leafs haven't been playing great, so now they're not going to be playing good in the playoffs. And I understand it's not just some switch you're going to be able to flip in the playoffs, but this team knows what was ahead of them. Yeah, They know this matchup was inevitable. Home ice w- would have been great. But you know what? This puts pressure on Boston. Let's go in the games one and two. They need to steal one. Boston needs to win both the first couple. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't. That's where I. I don't think Boston. I don't think Boston is any pressure. No, because no, I think no, all the time at home. Really, uh, I, when you're starting a playoff series, especially at home, you know, like uh, you don't want to start behind the eight ball because if if you lose an early game, then then you have massive pressure going into another team's barn, being being tied or down in the series. You know, so if they can steal one of the first two, I'm I'm taking Leafs in the series. Really. Yeah, I'm. It's. I don't think Boston is as confident as they were a year ago. 
I don't know. Wow. I just look at the yeah, whole team. It, I, I just think they. I think they've been going in the right direction and been playing well for a no, long they, time. No, they've been playing great in that and that line. Their top line, maybe the best line in the league, consistently over. I mean, who? It's it's debatable who the best line in the league is, but they've been great all season. And but if you look at the depth wise, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, after the top two, it's it definitely drops off in Boston. But like you were saying this morning, Jeff. I I don't know about matching lines. Like I don't I know Matthews looks like he's not comfortable when he gets pulled off after 20 seconds when a team puts out mm. a different line. I I'm I'm a believer that you you don't roll four, but you shouldn't be concerned about who goes against Bergeron, who goes against Krejci. It's this these lines that they have can play against anyone. Well, and and, and to your point, when you know this gets to Andre's point as well. When you look at the forward depth this team has, they. Sh- they should be able to. I mean, they should be able to play with anybody. Oh, absolutely. This, this, yeah. this team, whatever its issues, has got a third line that would be a second line on a couple of teams that have made the playoffs. Um, but do you think Mike Babcock's going to do that? I. Or do you think he's he's going to like? To me, it helps. To me, it almost helps starting on the road because he's not going to have the last line change. Yeah, the guys could just go out and play. But I I would say to Ziggy's point, I I agree, but I don't. In the fact, I think I would have Kadri's line playing against Bergeron's line the entire series. You know, I'd tell him, don't worry about points. I would have Kappen in there because he could skate to, you know, catch. Those those guys are going to get chances. They're going to get offensive two-on-ones, and you want guys with speed that could, if they're thinking defense first, you're not going to not let them score, but you could kind of contain the amount they're going to score to give yourself a chance. So I think the Leafs have, that's where they need to use their depth is is to have somebody to shut down that top line. But the rest, I would just let them go play. Mm. Everybody complains about the on-ice times. Bergeron, 18-28. Pasternak, 18-45. And we, everyone in Toronto complains because our guys aren't playing 22 minutes a game. It's just funny because I don't, I never see anybody in Boston complaining about ice times, and this team is is so good, and no one talks about that at all. Yeah, it, every I'm night just, we're I'm like, just looking at the I'm looking at the numbers right here. Uh, that's it kind of what stands out. All well, you, seconds difference between Austin Matthews and Patrice. No, but actually, how much Austin of it, Matthews has been averages more ice time. Than but Patrice how much has that been an issue this year? Austin, oh, Matthew, Austin Matthews is making 12 million bucks though. He should be. I mean, he's got to be, if you're being paid like that, you got to be the superstar. No, but, and I think you got, I, I get what you're saying where, where it's an issue about the, the amount of ice time. We're always saying Matthews should play more and this and that, but I think he should. I think if you're getting paid that way, I think you should be given, if you play over 20 minutes a game, given the opportunity to get as many points as you could possibly get. But when you look at Boston's fourth line, Akiari, you have Bacchus, Nordstrom, they're all getting north of 12 minutes a game. Mm. And that's a, I know they haven't been on the fourth line all year, and their third and fourth lines are, they're, they're most of the time they play the same amount of time, and they don't have what Toronto has with Tavares, Matthews, and Kadri, those three lines up the middle, but they're a team that can play anybody up the line against anyone. Yeah. And that's maybe... I, I, I would guess that what would concern people when it comes to Austin, Austin, Austin Matthews' ice time 
is, and, and I really believe this is, is, is more of an issue in the ice time. It, it, it's who he's on the ice with. I, I mean, again, I think we see, I don't know if there's anybody, and I'm looking at the shooting percentage numbers here. Matthew's shooting percentage, 14.7. Marner's 11.2. I don't know if there's anybody else the Leafs have had in recent years who has been a great player who can go out and play a really good, effective game and, a, and have less to show for it than Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews has had some great... Austin Matthews is probably their best forward in March, but he had some games where he didn't get any points. Well, that's... He, and that can't... To me, that can't happen. To me, that can't happen. He, he needs to play with somebody else that drives the line. Yeah, he, and he, I think he, it's too late now. Yeah, don't you? I mean, no, you're you not going to change you lines You can't now. switch it now, but the, uh, he's a shooter. That, that's, that's where his... He needs to play with a guy that's going to get him the puck, uh, kind of like uh, a Ovechkin backstrom situation. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin's not carrying; he can, he can do it. He can carry the puck up the ice and make rushes and make plays. If, but Backstrom's usually the one carrying the puck and finding Ovechkin. Ovechkin's concentrating on getting open. Matthews needs somebody like that. Where they have Marner, but Marner does that for Tavares. Yeah. Um, so, so I think what what I notice watching the Leafs all the time is. The chances Matthew gets ninety percent of the time he's creating those himself, and and that puts a lot of pressure on a guy to get points. He, he you, I'd be more concerned if he wasn't pushing. Okay, at least he's playing and, and he's playing with intensity. He looks like he cares. When look at guys, you can go up the whole the whole league line A in in Winnipeg when things aren't going well for him. You think he's? You think he presses? He doesn't no, press. No, a lot of guys don't press. Well, that's most goal scorers. Yeah, that's the. the but you know, at least the, Matthews is at this point. He's he signs a big contract. Yeah, he's looked to kind of lead this team. And if you're not scoring, at least he's pushing. At least he's doing. He's he's finding the tough areas to be on the ice. He's in the corners. You notice he bangs a little bit more when he's not. Things aren't going in. Yeah, and I think that's a new element to his game. I like that it. we've seen. Yeah, it's good. So it's it's good. You're right. I I I, w- I will say that um, <clears throat> there are games where, as I said, where he's been really engaged and just doesn't and, and just doesn't have much doesn't have much to show for it. And uh, but it, this would be, I wouldn't say if anybody needs a signature series, it's Austin Matthews. But I'll tell you what, if he has a big series here and they win, um, well, I think the the question is. It, for them to win, we can go up and down everything. What's it going to take for them to win? The, the goaltending. Anderson's going to have to be a little bit better than Rask. The defense, they're going to have to play with a little bit of sandpaper or grit. It's going to have to be... Or just cut down in the turnovers even. Yeah. yeah but, I, I think the biggest factor is waiting for your opportunity. Not not live by the sword, die by the sword. You know, staying... Stay, staying defensively minded until you get that opportunity. They're they're too willing to run and gun all the time, and bo- I get I think against Boston that's really going to bite them. Well, so goaltending, your defense that's they they de- they're definitely behind Boston with, yeah, with what they have in the back absolutely. end. Top four. Yeah, it, for sure. If you look at forwards, Toronto has to have the edge up front with like, depth yeah, wise. Balance. Yeah, yeah, for their sure. Top for sure. top caliber scores they don't boston doesn't have it and then the biggest thing for me is the power play everyone's like why why can't they score what's going on in in march their power play was a big part of this team they didn't have to be as tough because their power play was gonna ruin teams 
and it just you get confidence when their power when your when your power play is going it's everything's different yeah they all uh, your whole game changes guys touch the puck more pucks are going in they're getting power plays then they stop getting power plays Pucks aren't going in, yeah. and everything kind of... Sometimes your fourth-line guys get more ice time because your guys are on the power play and need a blow. People Absolutely. get more involved. That's one of the things power plays do is they get more people involved in the game. Absolutely, and that's and that's going to be a big issue going into the playoffs. Look at, look at the Islander game. It's it's funny. when they Everyone's like, oh, we outplayed the Islanders. The Islanders outplayed the Leafs, and that game didn't go, and we talked about this, it didn't go their way until the Islanders started getting power plays. Their power play has... Well, has been bru- has been has yeah, been has been a killer it for it. Yeah. has been a killer yeah. for the Islanders yeah. this year, and that really changed it for that team. So that that's a big part of this. And at the end of the day, who's gonna who's gonna come? When you look at this lineup, this team's gonna win because guys are gonna take the team on their back. Mm. And right now, it's just a bunch of good players going on the ice and playing, and that's great. And it's it's not a, I'm not knocking anybody, but for this team, for more they're at in their development. Somebody needs to take the team on their back. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know who it's going to be, but everyone's looking to Tavares. Matthews, right? I mean, Marner. I, I'll tell you the guy that I've, I've focused in on. I mean, I, again, I think it's Austin Matthews series. He can write, he can write his name all over this series. But it, this is just a gut call, and it's certainly not. I'm certainly not the only person to say this, but. I really think Healy made the point about you need to find a hero. Boston always has that guy, right? They always find that guy. Carson Kuhlman could be that guy this year for all, you know. I think for the least it's going to be Nazem Kadri. I think if Nazem, Nazem Kadri deserves it. Has, a, has a good series, or I should say not a good series, but if he has a great series, if there are times where he's the best player on the ice, that's going to be really good for the Leafs. He's well, de- he's definitely a factor uh, uh, to, to take this team and uh, – I'm talking about putting scoring every game. I'm talking right. about shutting down lines. I'm not talking just about playing good defense or playing with some grit. I mean, a guy when you're down a goal or down a two, he's going to go and and get a couple. He's when mm-hmm. when you're in Boston, it's gonna. It, let me tell you, game one and game two are those first couple are going to be hard. Well, and grittiness goes way up. It's way more important in playoffs. You know how that is. I think the the only guy who can deliver the commodity that the Leafs haven't had delivered enough this year in Boston is Nazem Kadri. There's no I, there's nobody else on that team I think is going to quote unquote step up. Well, I'm I'm excited for guys like him, uh, uh, Nylander. Uh, this is a clean slate. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore what happened during the season. Everybody stats uh, go back to zero, and now it's all about the team. And contracts and all that stuff is is it's out the window you know the further the team goes uh uh the better off everybody's going to be and and um you know I'm, I'm excited to see those guys maybe play with uh a little bit more you know not gripping their sticks as tight you know because the, the pressure's off now now it's just about the team but but who who are the lines some I had a message this morning. This morning, who are who are the lines going in? Because we were talking about the series and well, you know what the what first gonna, line is. Yeah. Okay, we know Hyman, Tavares, Marner. And then I go. Uh, he's going to go what he did in Montreal. There, that's going to be the lineup. Wait, he, he's not going to switch. He'll he'll have Capitan, Matthews, and uh, Janssen, mm-hmm. and then he'll go uh, to Kadri, Marlowe, and Nylander. Uh, Nylander. That, that's what he'll do to start it off. I I would like to see. I I would like to see. Um, Capitan, Kadri, and Marlowe play against the, uh, the the top line. That's what I would like to see. And then let Oof. the other two lines um, 
you know, go. You know, just just go play. Out, outscore the other team. But And the fourth I, line should be interesting. Well, I'd go Ennis Moore and... Uh, um, the GOAT? GOAT, yeah. yeah. The, that, that's their best fourth line, in my opinion. But he'll have he'll have Brown there. So, so you're sitting Brown up. He'll, he'll, have, Brown, sit, he'll yeah. have Brown at least to start. You know yeah. what? And and that kind of makes sense. To me, it kind of makes sense that Connor Brown, because you... He, he's, he's more played, valuable he, now, he for played, sure. And he yeah. played 82 games. It's, yeah. it's dumb to play a guy 82 games and then say, you know, you're, you're not going to start. Now, it, it gets interesting after that uh, because... I really like Trevor Moore, and the question is, who brings you more of a useful commodity against the Bruins? Tyler Ennis, you already you are are already going to score goals, or Trevor Moore, who's got a little bit of jump to his game, and and who is that kind of, uh, you know, that 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 sort of secret weapon? I well, I, if, I if Nylander know. doesn't come out in game one or two, do you do you put him down in fourth? Do you take him out? No, not not no. You you wouldn't be able to do that. No, but but I I do think, to to your point, I think Ennis brings too much. It's playoffs. Mm. You're, you're you're not gonna, you you don't care about what things look like anymore. I I think, um, I think with the power play not going, right, and Ennis is a guy that could play on the second power play and could possibly score or create something. I think he becomes too valuable That's to fair. sit out. That's fair, and it also. It's also easier to start Ennis, and if he doesn't play well, go to Moore than start Moore and Absolutely. then have to explain yeah. why you didn't why yeah. why you didn't why you didn't start Ennis. Um, have we seen enough at all for, about Jake Gardner's game in the past month to get a handle on where he is? Or I'm sorry, the past couple of games to get a handle on where he is. And um, if you were the Bruins, would you? I've got to think you're going to be targeting Jake Gardner right from the get. Morgan Riley, Jake Gardner. You'd say they would. They would be telling a guy like me, "You finish every single check on those two guys. You go out of your way to hit them." And that's that's essentially what Boston's going to do. Guy, even guys like Hainsey, mm-hmm. you, you know, older guy. You, you want to make them pay. Uh, Hits paid dividends. I'm convinced later he's in the series. Though I'm yeah. convinced you could you could hit Ron Hainsey with a two by four, and he he might. You know, miss a shift. That's about it. I don't. They're not going to target anyone. You don't think so? They're going after everybody. They're seeing. Do teams right. do that in the playoffs? Will they target a guy who has been hurt? They they obviously will, won't they? Why do you think teams keep quiet about who what injuries yeah. are? You know, if, if 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 I knew some guy had a hurt arm, I'd be be waiting for him to turn so I could get that arm. You know, it. And people don't like hearing that, but that's the way it is. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. You, Guys do anything to win. Well, you chip away, right? Yeah, but this Boston team, it's its part of their DNA, and they feed off the top line. And whatever the top line does, everybody follows suit. And they don't, they're do not they not targeting anybody. They're <laughs> Riley, Gardner, get in their way. They're tough to hit, just get in their way. Yeah. Hainsey, Dermott, you have to hit them. For, force them to, to make plays they don't want to make. They're not comfortable. There's going to be guys on their offside. Be even quicker on them. Like this, the D, the decor is in for for a tough one. They're they're gonna almost have to be perfect mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, and I I think a guy like Marner has to keep his head up because you, you, early on in the series you'll have a couple defensemen really stepping up on him, even even if it creates an offensive chance just to make him think about it. So he you know he's always looking over his shoulder. You know, th- things like that, little little mind games team, uh, players do, and I, I think somebody will really try to take a run at them. Well, speaking of offside, Mr. Zigamanis, you created a nice opening. We'll take a break. We'll be back with offside onside. <laughs> it's Lee's Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590, the fan. 
Because hockey hasn't completely taken over your life yet. Subscribe to podcasts of Hockey Central at noon through iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Sportsnet 590 The Fan. On demand. Now back to Leafs Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Offside. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting. Or onside. My goodness. Whose side are you on? Hey, get off my back. All right, let's go. All right, welcome back to Leafs Morning Skate on. What the hell was that? I had a. <laughs> Kevin Barker just walked in to throw some hand sanitizer at uh, Mike Zigamanis. <laughs> God. Anyhow, we'll move on. It's offside, onside. That, by the way, was about it. as far offside as you can possibly get, Barker. <laughs> Kevin Barker will join me for Baseball Central. I don't care. <laughs> uh, we will strike out. On Baseball Central, we will... Anyhow, enough of that. Enough of strikeout jokes. It is time for offside, onside, or onside, offside on Leafs Morning Skate. Oh, I saw that guy. Who, who was that pitcher? What's his name? Long hair. Mike Clevenger. Man, he can throw it down. He can throw it up, too. Throw he it up? Throw it down, like... He's got a little bit of movement on it for how fast that they come in. He's yeah, 94, he's, and it's got some pretty good movement on it. He's pretty good. Plus, he's got great hair. Oh, watch, that, watch, that flow is, is legendary. Baseball? You, you watch baseball? Honestly, I watch it. Be, I listen to the show. Oh, really? You listen, yeah, oh, I li- just because... Oh, no, no, all right, let's, let's, let's go offside, onside, because <laughs> I'm forgetting what I was going to talk about. I'm, I'm forgetting what I was going to... Actually, that's not true. You know, we've talked about X factors and all this. Look, to me, this, this is... John Tavares, Patrice Bergeron, it's going to be a push. Krejci, Pasternak, Martin, that's going to be a push. To me, this the... the it, if Brad Marchand has a better series than Austin Matthews, the Leafs win this series. If Austin Matthews has a better series than Brad Marchand, the Leafs win this series. So in other words, if Brad's better than Austin, Bruins win the series. Austin better than Brad, um, the Leafs win the series. But here, here's the thing. Um, you know, we've talked about how different this, this Leafs team is with John Tavares. Think of how different this Bruins team is with a 100-point Brad Marchand. Like, we don't talk about that enough. It's In amazing. addition to licking guys' faces and, and creating all <laughs> sorts of, of issues, Brad Marchand's become a really good offensive player. Like it's it's not as if he's a, it's not as if the Bruins have picked up somebody they didn't have, but they're a different team with Brad Marchand getting hundred points. So I, I think that's that's going to be one of the telling things. If Brad Marchand is Boston's best player, they're going to win this series. Am I offside or onside? Uh, it pains me, but I think you're onside. Just for simple fact where if Matthews is going, uh, it means, you know, he's going, he's getting points. Uh, I don't think Janssen and Kapanen, they're great players. I don't think they're game breakers the same way that uh, Bergeron and Pasternak are. So if, if Marchand's going... That means that Bershon and Prasternak are going, and that that those are all game breakers. They're they're all together. So I'd say I'd say Marchand probably has the bigger impact on his team. That being said, we've seen, especially at the start of the year, if everybody remembers the way Matthews was going, you know, he he's he could change games himself. But I think uh, the bigger factor to the team is is definitely Marchand. And I will say to your point 
a big reason he has 100 points. He's been doing this for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been 80-plus points the yep. last few years. But that line, uh, you know, they play very well together. And, you know, that, that was worth an extra 15, 20 points for him this year. And happy for him. Yeah, yeah you're, you're onside. That, that line dictates what happens with the Boston Bruins. Everybody follows suit. We said it all year. That line is one of the best, if not the best line in the NHL. And Austin Matthews, if, if you want to say they're going to go heads up against each other for the series, yeah, that's... Um, I don't know if they are, but that's what I would do if I'm yeah. like Babcock. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I, don't th- I don't think you want, you, you want like Janssen and... and- Kapanen playing against, you know, Bergeron. And I, I just think that's a bad match. I think those guys, those guys play such a good East-West team, uh, East-West game. And they, they create so many two-on-ones that I, I just think that's a, you, you don't want a line to be minus two, minus three, you know. But what what Marshawn brings to the table is, and you can say Tory Crew kind of brings the same thing. Yeah. They they pay, play with passion. They come to play every day. They have a little bit of, uh, they have pushback every time you, you try to hit mm-hmm. them. You t- they have pushback. Marshawn's a guy. His first year in the league, he didn't score his first twenty games. One assist. One assist in his first twenty games. And That's a amazing. Yeah. And apparently, in his exit meeting, they said, you know, well, you think you're going to have a shot at training camp next year? Like he wasn't even a lock for the next year. No, he was not. And he told him he's going to come and score 20 goals. Scored 21 goals. And he came in, scored 20. So that's what kind of personality he is. And we've seen it. But now this year, we see it without the extra stuff. We don't see it the side. What do you call it? The sideshow or side whatever. Show. No, he's not the goof he's, that he He's not the goof that he was. But it's, it's, it's difficult for a guy like that to play well without it. He's a guy that's always been an agitator. Get under skin. Now he's doing it without anything else. And you know what? I blame, That's impressive. I blame Mike Babcock for that because Mike Babcock, when he picked him for Team Canada, that was that. No, no <laughs> everything's not Babcock's fault. No, but no, but I'm I'm saying that as a point. I know you're saying. You know what? That yeah. boy. That's a sign that you are something more than just simply, yeah, yeah. you know, a bleep disturber. Yeah. And, but he, I think he's always been something more than. Than that, you know, I, if you're getting points that consistently for that long in the National Hockey League, you're a good player. Like I said, what has it been the last three years? He's at plus 80 points, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, that's a great player. That's hard to do. It's uh, Leafs morning skate with uh, DeVoe, Zig, and Anderson Blair. All right, what do we do with the Leafs defense core? Any surprise this year? Zaitsev starts. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 Babs, one of Babs' boys, right? Well... I mean, we were begging for him to come a couple of years ago, right? So I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't know who the hell he was. I admit I didn't know who the hell he was. Um, it's going to come down to how, Riley and Gardner. How much offense can they bring to this team? Mm-hmm. Riley's done it all year. Gardner's been injured for a little bit, but now we're seeing his importance to the team. How how much can they add? Because when we look at any series, any playoffs. It, it comes down to how much your D are involved. Doesn't yeah. it? Didn't it? Doesn't it concern you? Like you spend some time around the Marlies. Callie Rosen, I think, is a fine, fine player. But doesn't it concern you that we looked at Callie Rosen joining this team as something that was like this was this was a this was not a turning point, but this was something very significant. In in the fact that it, you're That's, you're worried that they brought him up to to no, for my, relief. Uh, no, my my concern was at the start of the year. I never thought I'd be talking about Callie Rosen as being a significant addition. I think he looks good. 
Oh, I, I no, I, I, I think he looked, he looked okay. Like he belongs. Yeah, yeah, he he looked okay. Like he's the type of guy where you don't really want to notice him. You know, you want him to get his shots through from the point when he gets an offensive chance. But the more you don't notice him, the better. Yeah, but he's he, playing. I like him for he's a good puck moving defenseman. He has a really good shot we haven't seen yet. He's really good at getting the pucks to the net, which yep. is very uh, underrated. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, He's the mistakes he's making are just that he hasn't been around this group inexperienced, and he hasn't yeah. been. It's not that he's making mistakes that he doesn't know the systems. He's got poor uh, hockey IQ. Yeah. The mistakes he's making were the one giveaways. He thought Garner or he thought Riley was picking the puck up. Right. Another one. He just wasn't ready for what the forwards were going to do. Getting the puck uh, up to them. So he's not—he's not making glaring bad mistakes. He—the he, mistakes he made to me when he was with the Leafs looked—they looked to me like a guy who'd been hurt for a while and was still trying to work his way back in. I, I like him at I, NHL speed. No, I—but—but I, but I'm saying that the fact that that was considered such a big deal. I mean, look, I think we all thought that the Leafs' defensive issues would be addressed at the trade deadline. I don't think we thought we'd be going into the final three weeks of the season looking for a quote-unquote answer in defense. That's why I want to move on to Jake Muzzin. He was the big acquisition at the deadline for this team. Do we know what Jake Muzzin is? Like, I don't think Mike Babcock knows what he is yet, but do we know what Jake Muzzin is? And what impact does he have in the series? Because he was the big he was the big acquisition at the trade deadline. That was that was Kyle Dubas's vote of confidence in this team. But I'm bringing in a guy with a ring and Stanley Cup experience. Yeah. I'm not, Andre, I, I, I'll ask you. I, I'm not I'm not positive um, offensively. You know, he's got a big shot. He could get some uh, a goal here or there. But I think what he brings is his phys- physicality. He's he's big down low, and he hits guys along the boards, uh, especially on the rush. So I, th- this is going to be a, a perfect series for him. This is a gritty team that the Leafs are going to have to have some pushback. And you guys said earlier in the show, Kadri's going to have to carry that. I, I think Muzzin on the back end is going to have to carry that as well. You know, and... and uh, uh, play play big so everybody else can play a, a few inches bigger. He, I I think we all know now that one defense acquisition wasn't going to change this team. Mm-hmm. You can say that Muzzin hasn't done everything that the Leafs thought he would do, but one player wasn't going to change. That's fair. The, what they've done, and he, he's he's been good. I think they're farther away. Let's just say it. They're farther away than we thought they were. Yes. That would be I, – I would agree with that to some point. It's – when you're coming in halfway through a season, you, you know this, it's it's not it's, it's not easy. You're he, learning. He, he came yeah. in the, the month before, and it's a, it's a different team, different conference. He's moving back home, yeah. and it's it's there's some good and bad to that. It, and right? he got thrown in right away. I yeah, mean, there he's was thrown no... in the fire right away, and he's expected to. And he's and and more important, he he was playing with one guy for the past, you know, however many years, who is like an all star. But you know? but how about the talk that was going on throughout this whole year? We just need a defenseman, right? This team. What, what do we yeah. need to win a Stanley Cup? We just need a defenseman. Well, we need. Turns out we needed a right hand shooting defense. <laughs> now we need a right hand shoot. Now we need a new popcorn machine in the concourse. <laughs> like yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 hard. It's it's not easy. Look at look what Tampa Bay's gone through to get here. They've gone through a lot to get to this point where they're at right now. And Stewie, 
Did you hear Stewie the other day? Predicted them to lose first round. Well, why do you think Stewie's not here right now? <laughs> he's on Robodah. He's on radio's version of Robodah Island. He's on Robodah Island right now? He's on an island right now. Stewie, I respect it. I respect it if you're listening, buddy. If you want to talk about first round exits, I, I don't know. Like The Flames are, I don't know. They, It's amazing how much goaltending, you talk about goaltending. Look at the Florida Panthers. I mean, I can't believe they fired him. Really? They didn't get any. Their goal. They didn't get any goaltending. But goaltending's and when we talk about the playoffs and the Leafs in Boston, it's going to be a bigger factor. That everyone's just saying, "Oh, they're going to wash." And Anderson just has to, you know, match. Ra- it's going to be the big. It's going to be the biggest issue with these with this series. Absolutely. It, it, everyone's yeah. talking about the top line. Who do we match? Defenseman. Who's going to be good? Wait a minute. Score? You told me I had to say that and leave. If- on, uh, you, that I had to say that on offside, onside. If you, now you're telling me that I was wrong. Now you're telling me I should have said goaltending. That's offside. <laughs> that's a, that's still, a delayed. That is a delayed offside, onside. Is what that is. You up to to call you out later. No, that's a delayed offside, onside. There's there's other there's other shows, right? We are coming on again. I don't know. Am I on the dropping that between? You're going with Stewie between one guy predicting that Tampa Bay is going out in the first round, and the other guy completely throwing I, me under the bus which is just I, not acceptable just, in my own show i'm just saying that i might if a family member throws me under the bus but i'm not going to put up with anybody else i'm just trying to i'm, I'm just, just making the point that everyone's just expecting this to be between for goaltending just to wash out and i don't think it's going to be that simple but that's what hockey is now hockey is you know 75% whose goalie plays better and then special teams. In my opinion, but, that's what you could almost predict who's going to win based on that. All right, before before we uh, go, <clears throat> let's get everybody's predictions down here. Because <laughs> I know all the Leaf alumni are anxiously waiting to hear what you guys have. Well, but we'll get, we'll save that. We'll save that to the end. I want to go through the other series. Get everybody's picks here. Columbus and Tampa. Well, obviously, I, I, sorry, Stu, Tampa. Ziggy. Tampa. I'm not even asking for games. Yeah. Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Pitt. Pitt. Yep. St. Louis and Winnipeg. Win. I'm going Winnipeg as well, but I'm doing that purely with my heart. Yeah. Uh, you know what? St. Louis has just been playing too good. Yeah. I, I love Winnipeg. I love Maurice, and it's hard to – They've. I just think they've had a couple of good years. Yeah. And they're going to have a dip. They're the youngest team in the league. And they've been through, St. Louis has been through some adversity and this year. Yeah. I like St. Louis's yeah. goaltending right but now. But you already said Winnipeg, yeah. so. No, I, but I'm, I'm going, thinking, I'm, I'm I'm going, going with Winnipeg. Winnipeg was my Homer pick over to here. go to the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm going to Winnipeg. Dallas and Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. Nashville. I'm calling an upset. I'm calling really? the Stars to knock off Nashville. You're on the island now. Yeah. I know I'm on the island. <laughs> Vegas and San Jose. I'm that's going Vegas. One. I'm going yeah, Vegas. Because uh, I hate San Jose. I just don't like them. I never No, have. see, I'm I think you're right, but I would go I would take San Jose just because I'd love to see Thornton go on a run. I I'm picking Vegas. I love the way they play. But if San if San Jose just gets good goaltending, yeah, yeah. they beat them. Yeah. Just good. Because that lineup is scary. I will say this. I, I if San Jose does beat Vegas, I said this the other day. If San Jose does beat Vegas, they'll win that. Mm. They'll win that conference. Carolina and Washington. Washington. Easy. 
Yeah, it's storm I, surge, baby. I, I, I'm going I, Carolina. I, I love my old team and what Justin Williams has done there and Rod Brendamore, but it's that's a tough matchup for I'm them. I'm going Carolina, just cause. I, I oh. think I don't think Washington gets enough respect being the defending champs. I think they're, you know, they're they're easily they could go back to the finals if if things go right for them if Holtby plays well. Colorado, Calgary, Calgary. I'm going to go Calgary as well. Yeah, that's easy. It, it it looks like an easy one, but I I wouldn't count out Colorado if that top line comes together. They I mean, they have the ability. All right. They yeah. have the ability yeah. to, to beat them. Yeah. All right. Now the big one, and we need games here. I'm calling Boston and six over Toronto. You, t- you took mine. That's yeah, I think mine. Took- that, that, that was mine. That yeah. Was, yeah. I'm doing Tor- I'm doing Toronto and six. It's interesting. We we talked about this off air. I don't think any. We don't expect this to be a seven game series. No, True. whatever happens, it's going to happen. Whoever gets behind the eight five ball, or six, I, I think agree. it snowballs. Toronto's going to Toronto's going to steal one there, and they're going to win in six. Well, there you go. I hope so. I hope you're right. There you go. So you can go into the alumni lounge feeling safe now. <laughs> you can walk in. They'll invite you to all their functions. <laughs> can we save that one? Put yeah. that one in the kitty. Yikes. <laughs> I knew that one, that's yeah. how that bit was going to be. That one is going to resurface everywhere. Yeah. We'll do this again on uh, Thursday before the Leafs and Bruins start their series. Don't go anywhere, though. Kevin Barker will join me. Baseball Central's next. Have a great day, everybody.